Hey, hey, hey guys, how's it going? And welcome back to another live stream. Hope you guys are ready to have some fun today. Um, I completely forgot and I just realized that today is uh, February 29th, AKA a leap day, leap year, whatever that means. Uh, so anyways, the extra day to the month. All right, so yay. So let's, uh, let's celebrate. And <laughs> by having a live stream that we would normally have, you know, um, you know, today would normally be, I guess, March 1st, right? So, but hey, February 29th is also good. So anyways, hope you guys are ready. You already know how we do here. You know, we uh, fill um, the live stream with a bunch of shenanigans as we talk about the, today's subject, which is, what is today's subject? Oh yeah, are you moving to Mexico for the right reasons? So that's what we're going to be you know, <laughs> talking about today so shout out to everyone out there and welcome you know to another uh you know again uh thursday live stream um so you know what we're gonna do here you know we're gonna you know kind of do a little bit of an intro here you know just talk a little blah 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 you know while we wait for the everyone to get in and to their seats get to all the notifications and all that good stuff before we really really you know get rolling i hope you guys are ready to to have some fun today as we usually do here on the channel. Um, what was I gonna say? But uh, yeah, so today, I mean, t t honestly, you know, today's subject is kinda like, uh, I'm, I'm mailing it in in a sense because, you know, this is a very easy subject for me to talk about. Um, I, I still don't understand, you know, after living here for six years, you know, how many people um, just don't get it, you know, meaning that, you know, they don't understand you know what living in mexico is all about you know the fact that so many people out there you know still to this day complain about you know things like mexico is so expensive it is insane to me it's really insane to me i mean you know we can just start off with that i guess but anyways a little sound check 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 one two three four five six you know let's uh you know i'm guessing sound is coming in uh good since you guys are not complaining or saying anything on your end. That's usually how I kind of do my sound checks. I just uh, like check out the chat and I see what you guys are saying on your end. But anywho's, yeah, so in today's video, uh, on today's live stream, you know, we're going to be talking about, you know, again, are you moving out here for the right reasons or not? Um, and I, I mean, we, I, I'll go into um, why I moved out here, all right? And um, again, why I have been so successful out here in a sense, you know, uh, with my life. And uh, again, I have, haven't, you know, lived uh, better ever. You know what I mean? Like uh, the best time of my life and the best experiences I've ever had have, have basically kind of been here. I've had tons of experiences, tons of, uh, you know, life adventures and so on and so forth. By the way, a little shameless plug real quick. You know, um, if you got, oh, wait, hold on, wrong one. Okay, if you guys want to know more about, you know, again, a lot of my adventures and, and life and all that good stuff, tune in. Later on today, once we're done with this live stream, we're going to go live on Jose Unleashed and we're going to be talking about, well, you know, talking about Disney. Um, <laughs> and again, as you guys can see from the title there, you know, getting thrown out of Disney, all right, is not what it used to be. All right, so we're going to be talking about my own, you know, personal experiences, you know, uh, with Disney World, Disney and all that good stuff. And I hope you guys are ready to have some fun and enjoy um, again, the insanity. All right, I got like a fly flying around here. Let me see if I can grab it. So look, this thing right here, by the way, it's, uh, it's a cool thing that I f discovered 
out here. Oh, the fly left. Damn it. Shane, I got distracted. <laughs> it's like the fly took it. He saw the racket. So anyways, this is an electrical racket. Don't don't touch it. You'll get electrocuted. But long story short, you know, you kind of wave it around and uh, you get to catch flies with this thing. All right. Or, or any kind of bug. And it's, it's really cool because they get like electrocuted. You know, they get fried. And then it smells kind of funny. But hey, whatever. That's another story for another day. Um, you know, um, so yeah, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, I'll go into my story real quick as to why, you know, I moved out here. Um, for those of you guys that don't know why I moved out here, um, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, I was looking for freedom, you know, you know, kind of let's, you know, get into it real quick. You know, that's the reality of it. I was just looking for freedom and, um, I found it out here, you know, it's, it's, you know, quite simple. So again, just to give you a quick, you know, uh, synopsis on my actual story, I was, you know, down on my luck, okay, in Los Angeles, in the USA, okay, this is six years ago, okay, a little over six years ago, you know, um, I was doing, you know, um, I guess seven, eight, seven, eight years ago, I was doing really, really, really well, you know, financially and really well, like, I guess in life, um, you know, if you, uh, you know, using the regular old uh, measuring stick, you know, that a lot of people use as to, oh, that guy's doing well, you know, meaning I, I was making good money, I had a pretty good career, um, things were going pretty well, you know, um, you know, in many aspects, all right, of my life. And so, you know, uh, for, for people looking outside in, you know, just looking at me from the outside, hey, you know, Jose's doing really, really well. And then basically a bunch of life stuff happened and um, I lost everything, you know, um, simply, I mean, again, it, it's kind of crazy, you know, how everything happened, you know, it's a whole story. I'm not going to get into it here right now, but yeah, you know, long story short, you know what I mean? I was just, you know, traveling through the wrong part of Texas and I got kidnapped by some, uh, police and uh, the rest is history you know they literally turned my life upside down i lost everything that i owned and i was barely clinging on to my freedom and so around then i moved to los angeles i was trying to rebuild and uh you know trying to you know get out of rock bottom in a sense and uh you already know you know uh the the usa these days is crazy expensive okay but it was already crazy expensive back then and um having to restart from the beginning and on top of that having all of these you know things on on my shoulders you know all of this weight on top of me of um, you know having to you know deal with uh, authority over there in Texas having to you know pay um you know lawyers you know pay for my freedom you know um deal with the courts without having to go to court okay as again, there's another story for another day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyways, I'm very well versed, okay, on you know constitutional rights and very well versed on so many of those things. And so, yeah, no way. You know, what I mean, I was trying to f fight this, okay, as best as I could without ever stepping foot in front of a judge. You know, and you know, I don't want to get into all that, but you know, they can just make you disappear and uh, throw away the key for no reason at all. Again, you know, you, you become part of the prison industrial complex. You know, one shape, form, or another. So, again. I was trying to rebuild and trying to do all that in the USA. And, uh, you know, again, I quickly realized, oh, wait a minute, things are not what they used to be. Things are just even more difficult. And I was always, you know, right on the edge, right on the verge of living on the street in, in you know, LA, you know, and I was like, wow, this is insane. This is crazy to me, you know? So I was just kept, you know, fighting and kept working and kept, you know, producing and, and, you know, doing so many things. And at that point, you know, I was really getting back into, you know, making videos and doing YouTube and, and doing all that stuff, but actually taking it a little bit more serious. 
And, you know, again, my only income really was working for Uber, you know. Uh, anyway, so as I was just trying to get back on my feet, you know, uh, again, the rug got pulled from under me again. And uh, the people I was living with basically said, hey, all right, we're out of here. We're leaving L.A. Um, we're going back to Alabama. We're going back to, you know, where we came from. So you got to find a new place to live. And I was like, what? All right. And so, you know, I had like three weeks, literally three weeks, okay, to figure out where I was going to land. And when I started looking around, you know, for other places to live, um, I couldn't find the place. I mean, I couldn't rent the place because they were asking me for, you know, again, not just one month, right? You know, one month rent, three deposits, you know, credit check, um, you know, background check, you know, all of these things. And I was like, bro, what the, what, huh? You know what I mean? And most of the stuff you had to pay out of pocket too, and it's like what? So I couldn't even rent my own place. Um, on top of that, on top of that, I couldn't find you know other roommates. I couldn't find anything. So I was like, all right, all right, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm done. You know what I mean? Because not only did I couldn't could I not afford any of this stuff, um, even if I wanted to. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't really like a feasible thing. I was just trying to stay off the streets you know trying to stay you know sane i guess you know and trying to stay in the u.s you know try to stay in, in la or whatever and um i it just it wasn't feasible it just wasn't a real thing so and again my my you know my main concern was was freedom you know and not that i wasn't willing to work or willing to do anything but i just wanted to be free and the last thing i wanted to do was you know again work you know a job and then on top of that, you know, be living out of my car or in a tent. And I was like, no, 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 wait a minute. What? What? No. You know what I mean? Like my parents were immigrants. They came to this country for a better life. And this is not the better life that they envisioned. All right. So no way, Jose. So immediately in panic, I was like, all right, where can I go on earth? Because I had already in years prior, I was already you know, thinking, all right, you know, maybe I could leave the country, go travel, do this, you know, when I, you know, when things were good, um, I never did. And um, all of a sudden now it's like, well, life forced me to, you know, figure something out. Again, it was either live on the street or I don't know, leave the country. I know it sounds crazy, but that, that was it. You know what I mean? I was like in, in a panic. And so I said, well, uh, fuck it, you know what I mean? Like, whatever, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean? So, um, I started looking into you know, uh, countries in Latin America because I was like, all right, it's, it's already gonna be difficult enough, especially with nothing to my name, no, no money, no, no, nothing, no resources. So, let me at least keep it as simple as possible. Let me, you know, go to a Spanish speaking country since I speak fluent Spanish. So, as I started doing my research, basically, the, the best landing spot for me was Mexico. And so I did some research on Mexico, and and back then I was like, man, you know, you know, you know, I, I was just believing all of the um, fake news, I guess. You know what I mean? All of the you know misinformation on what Mexico was. You know, hey, don't go out there because they're gonna kidnap you. You know, the cartel's gonna get you. Um, it's dangerous. Um, you know, all of these misconceptions. And so I was like, man, what the hell? So. You know, I started doing a little research, and before I knew it, I found, you know, a few YouTubers out there. I think the Tangerines, you know, uh, Tangerine Travels, uh, Kinetic Kinas, and then, like, a few, a bunch of retirees. That was it. There was nobody else out here. And oh, Ford Quarterman, you know, another guy. Shout out to him. But that's it. You know what I mean? There really wasn't anybody out here. But that was plenty. That was enough for me to be like, oh, wait a minute. This doesn't look that dangerous. This doesn't look that bad. You know what? You know, so I kept doing more research, and I kept, you know 
seeing what was out there. And before I knew it, I was like, okay, I'm out of here. I'm definitely not going to live in a tent. I'm definitely not going to live in the street. That's way more dangerous than going out there and living in, you know, basically paradise, right? Because that's the thing. I I said, you know, as I was doing my research, I I kind of found Merida, Yucatan, which is where I live right now. And back then it was still like undiscovered. I had no idea what it was. But when I did a little bit of research, I was like, oh, wait a minute. This place seems pretty freaking cool. And it's, you know, again, in a tropical region. I'm from Florida. All right. So I was like, all right, this is perfect so far. Um, I found out that all the Mayan pyramids, you know, all those pyramids, you know, the Mexican version of uh, the the pyramids that they have in Egypt. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so this is, you know, right in the middle of all that. Cancun was like a stone's throw away. And I was like, all right, all right. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? I'm out of here. I'm, and so basically at that point, I was already making income and doing um, a lot of freelance work. And so, well, you know what I mean? You know, online. So I was like, all right, you know, I don't need much. You know, I did a quick kind of, you know, uh, what is it? A quick, uh, uh, some research on like what the cost of living was going to kind of be like. Again, there was not real, not much information on all that back then. And I was like, okay, wait a minute, you know what I mean? I think I can make it out here. I think I can figure it out. And so I, I just left, you know what I mean? Again, it, it wasn't really because I was like planning for months and months and months. No, it was just, if I didn't leave, I was going to live on the street. And, and that was not an option. So I was like, all right, we're going to go on a new adventure, Jose. Let's go. You know what I mean? This is not the first time I do something like this. And so I said, all right, let's, let's, hold on a second. Let's move on to you know, another adventure. And so that's how I basically packed my bags, you know, the three bags that I had, and I landed here. And you guys know the rest of the story. And some of you guys already know this story as well. But the main reason I moved out here was for freedom. Freedom, okay? Freedom. And so when I came out here, all of a sudden, oh, wow, I was like, you know, so shocked by the actual freedom that people had. You know, again, it was very shocking to me, especially as an American, you know, coming from the USA and, you know, coming from the land of rules and regulation and, you know, kissing the boot, right? And, uh, you know, bowing down to authority, you know, and all that stuff. And all of a sudden I came out here and I was like, wait a minute, look at all these people just living their lives, you know, basically telling, you know, authority to go F itself and just doing their own thing and policing themselves and just kind of living that life. And I was like, huh. I could get used to this. And, you know, as the first month, second month, you know, kind of went along, um, I, I realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm barely bringing in money. I mean, I was barely bringing in any kind of cash, all right? And I was able to survive. I was definitely able to survive. And again, that was another aspect to the freedom. You know, again, you know, if the first months, you know, the first year that I was here, I was eating a lot of beans. I was eating a lot of eggs. I was eating, eating a lot of uh, turkey hot dogs. You know, that's, that's what they have out here. You know, <laughs> they got they got regular hot dogs as well. You know, uh, you know, good stuff. But what I'm saying is that I was eating a lot of, you know, just really, really cheap stuff. You know, what I mean, I was eating, you know, a cup of noodles, whatever, whatever. Okay, you know, a lot of people used to ask me back then, it's like, oh, Jose, you know, you lost so much weight. You know, what was uh, your, uh, you know, your, what is it, your diet? I'm like, it's called starving, you know. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, that's always, you know, that was, it's a great weight loss program. Bruh. I highly recommend it for anyone out there, you know, that's looking to lose some weight, you know, just. <laughs> so anyways, the point I'm making is that, 
I, 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 I quickly realized, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? I don't need that much money. You know what I mean? If I made $1,000 a month, I was living large. I was like, oh, man, that was an amazing month. The reality was I was like making like maybe five to 600 bucks a month if I was lucky. And that was enough. That was enough to pay my rent, pay my bills, have, you know, emergency fund. You know, again, you guys, again, know my my stories. And if you don't, you know, I, I, I was like, uh, you should go check out my other older videos. But yeah, you know what I mean? I was able to cover everything. You know, I was able to go out, you know, have drinks, you know, every once in a while. You know, not every day. You know, just go out and have some fun on a Friday, Saturday night. Go on a date, you know, with uh, people out there. You know, go out with friends um, and, and just live a life. Live a normal life. A you know, free life. Okay. And that's something that, again, as, as I was, I was staying out here, you know what I mean? As the months went on, I was like, man, there's no way in hell I could ever go back to the USA because I was barely bringing any money in. Okay. And still I was able to live an amazing life. Okay. I was able to live a better life than I was ever able to live in the USA. All right. And this is the fact. All right. And, um, and that was with barely any resources, okay? So, again, as the time went on, I was, like, quickly realizing, oh, wait a minute, you know what I mean? This is amazing out here, you know? Like, this is really freedom. This is a real free country where, I, again, you don't need much. You don't need, you know, um, to keep up with the Joneses. You know, you, you don't have all these crazy expenses and rules and regulations and just so many things that basically not only eat away at your finances, but eat away at your freedom and eat away at your sanity, all right? And um, so you, as the time went on, you, you guys know, from the minute I landed here, I was filming my adventure, filming my life out here, and you know, immediately, you know what I mean? Within a few months, I was already, you know, getting a bunch of people reaching out to me that they wanted to move out here and all this other stuff. Now, you know, as the people started to move out here, now again, by the way, guys, I, I'm not, you know, again, the the, the, the guy that's, you know, uh, I'm not the main guy that's driving, you know, so many uh, foreigners to move to Mexico. There's tons of YouTubers from many countries doing the same thing. And again, me, you know, um, just like I was inspired by a few other YouTubers that were living out here. Well, guess what? I inspired now a bunch of YouTubers. It's funny, you know, when I look at, you know, my recommendations, you know, on my, uh, you know, my YouTube page and, you know, and I'm like, wow, you know, who the hell are all these people, you know? And then sometimes I'm looking at their content. I'm like, Man, this looks exactly like my content. You know, hey, shout out to them. The point I'm making is that, you know, I was able to inspire a lot of people, okay? And with that, you know, there was a lot of people that moved out here for the wrong reasons, okay? I already explained to you my story, and I know a lot of you guys out there, well, you guys share a similar story or a similar situation, and so that's why you guys are inspired by me, and my journey, and my adventure, and my life, and my everything, and like that's great, I love it, you know, it makes me so happy that I get to, you know, inspire so many of you guys, all right, you guys seen that fly, let's see if we can get them, hold on, electrocute myself, <laughs> it won't be the first time, you know, Christian, every time I'm using that thing, Christian's like, get away from me with that thing, you <laughs> know, no one can, I can't trust you around uh, with that thing, anyways, um, but yeah, as I, so as I was living here, you know, um, there's many people that moved out here and many people that, you know, again, loved what Mexico was all about. You know, basically the freedom. OK, now, of course, you know, with, you know, uh, certain things being a certain way out here, especially like, you know, the low cost of living, 
that also gives you a lot more financial freedom. But that's not what we're really talking about here. It's like, you know, why are you moving out here? You know, for a lot of people, you know, they're moving out here like me, like some of you guys out there. You know, you're moving out here because, well, you, you want freedom. You know, you're trying to escape from the insanity that is wherever you're, you're, you know, you live. Now, again, I came out here basically six years ago. So back then, it was before the pandemic, before anything. And a lot of the things that I used to talk about, you know, I was like, oh, look at that guy. That guy's a crazy conspiracy theory guy. Oh, geez, he's nuts. You know, don't don't watch his channel. Don't listen to him. You know, that guy is just some crazy dude living out there in Mexico. But, you know, again, six years later, after everything that's happened, it's like, oh, okay. I guess he was, you know ahead of the curve i guess he was right so again as a, you know what that's all about but at the end of the day you know what i mean like there was many reasons as to why you know i wanted my freedom because i knew all right because of firsthand experience that well we were losing our freedoms we lost our freedoms i lost they took away they they literally ripped it away from me okay my freedoms okay and uh when I came to Mexico, I quickly realized, oh, wait a minute. You know what I mean? This, I got all my freedoms here and then some. I have freedoms here that I didn't even know I had, you know, that were possible, meaning, you know, that, that's really what it was. And uh, for me, it was, a, it was amazing. It was an amazing journey and adventure. But like I was saying, as, as many people were starting to watch my videos or other videos from other people and started to move out here, you know, for their own reasons, you know, a lot of them, you know, would watch my videos, right? They would come out here and then all of a sudden, you know, before you knew it, after a few months, you know, they were hating life out here in, Med in well, in Merida, which is where I live, but in other parts of Mexico, mainly in this region. And a lot of people would be complaining about, oh, it's so hot out here. Oh, it's, you know, um, it's so expensive. Oh, it's, I'm getting the gringo price or I'm this. Oh, you know, I can't find the comforts. Look, some of the first people that I met, you know, were basically complaining to me because, you know, um, I remember this one dude in particular um, that he was like, oh, man, this is the worst. You know, I came out here for my retirement and you lied to me, Jose, because I went to the store and I wanted the brand new Sony, whatever, whatever TV, the 89 inch, whatever something TV. And they only have an 88 inch, blah, 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 blah. And before I knew it, as I was getting more and more of those individuals, I started to get real sour, okay, about helping people out. Because it's like, well, wait a minute, you know, this is not what I signed up for. You know, I just came out here to be left alone. I came out here to live a life, you know, live my normal life, you know, basically escape tyranny and, you know, find my freedom, which I found. And so every once in a while, I would bump into people like me, you know what I mean? Or people would reach out to me that were just like me. And it was great. You know, some of you guys I'm still friends with, you know what I mean? We're still, you know, buddy buddies, you know, and, and all that good stuff. Um, but a lot of other people that came out here and they were just looking for, you know, the fact that they wanted to continue. They, okay. So what I've said before on this channel where it was a lot of people, um, especially in the retirement age, um, because believe it or not, that's basically who the only people that were moving out here for the longest time. You know, a lot of people that were in the retirement age um, kind of subgroup and then they would come out here. Okay, so that they can live the life that they were promised in the USA. What do I mean? Well, in the USA, you know, again, anyone that's like 70 years old, okay, give or take, you know, up, you know, 65, 70, whatever. And, or, you know, 60, 65, 70, you know, the retirement age, all right, boomer age, right? <clears throat> I don't know what else to say, all right? But, um, you know, a lot of you guys, you know, you guys worked your whole life. You know, basically, again, if you're 65 um, and you started working at, uh, I don't know, 20, 18, let's just say 20 years old. I know 
you're probably working even younger. But let's just say 20 years old. That's 45 years. 45 years you dedicated to working your ass off. And you were promised, you were promised, hey, don't worry. Once you retire, you know, you're going to have a fat retirement, a fat pension, fat 401k, blah, 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 blah. You'll be okay. You'll be fine. And for some of you guys, it was, you're great. You did great. But for some of some, a lot of other people, that's not how it panned out at all. That's not how it turned out. In fact, it got to the point where, you know, again, you're retired, you're getting your retirement check, your social security, your whatever it is. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a minute, this is not enough. This is barely enough to pay rent in the USA, let alone buy food, let alone, you know, spoil my grandkids, whatever. And so a lot of you guys, you know, moved out here with that idea, that intention of like, well, no, I'm going to go and get what I was promised. And so you, again, you were promised, you know, to be living in the lap of luxury in a, in a castle, you know, with every single thing, you know, that you could ever want and desired, you know, was going to be given to you like that. And then when that wasn't the reality, well, you, you know, looked to move elsewhere. And that's what you, a lot of you guys landed in Mexico. And when you landed in Mexico, you quickly realized that, wait a minute, if I want that lifestyle, well, it's going to cost me money. It's going to cost me, you know, three or $4,000 at the very least. And um, a lot of people were not happy with the fact that, hey, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the, the, with, with the fact that they probably had to live a life like me, a very humble and regular life. Which, again, you know, it's kind of nuts because, you know, a lot of people that are just basically getting like a thousand or a thousand five hundred bucks a month, you know, from Social Security. That's not enough in the USA for anything, let alone whatever. But then with when you bring that money out here every month, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of resources. Again, you know, I, I get, you know. Uh, what is it? Many Mexicans, you know, basically leave comments or or talk to me about the fact that they barely make, you know, a thousand dollars a month, you know, and that's more than enough to live a comfortable life. Now, of course, everyone always wants to make more money. That's very obvious, you know, but we're just talking about that. Okay, the fact that you don't need much per se, you can just work in, in a regular job, have a regular life, and that's plenty for you to live very comfortably okay and um but again a lot of people you know their version of comfort is completely different you know than my version of comfort you know for me comfort means you know um i have a roof over my head i can have the air conditioner on right now when i'm doing a live stream um i can go to the grocery store and purchase whatever i want you know, without having to go to the grocery store and be like man i can't buy this man i can't afford that man i wish i could do whatever no you know, I mean, literally, like, okay, tonight, okay, <clears throat> for dinner, we're having T-bones for dinner, okay? We're having T-bone steaks for dinner, all right? And how much is a T-bone steak? Like $6. Like, come on, you know, are you kidding me? You know, and uh, we're having T-bones and potato and, and some vegetables. And and really, why did I choose that to make for dinner tonight? Well, I got a busy day. Christian has a busy day. She's getting ready for her art gallery opening in a few weeks, by the way. For anyone out there that's in town, all right, on uh, March 14th, all right, and you want to join us, all right, for her gallery opening, please, 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 um, you know, join us, all right, at uh, the gallery opening that she's having out in, uh, uh, call it by Parque Santa Ana, all right? But anyways, if you guys are interested, let me know, and, um, you know, I'll, I'll put that information out there, you know, um, as to where that's going to be for anyone that's in town. 
you know, whether you're visiting or living out here, she can come, you know, uh, you know, again, support her, you know, support the artist. And uh, if you want to meet me, I'll be there too. All right. So a little incentive, you know, for some of you guys, you know, that, you know, probably want to say hi to me or meet me or whatever, you know. So, um, but I digress. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you know, we got a busy day. So I'm going to make, you know, I was making an easy meal and that's it. You know, we're just going to get some steaks. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you know, we're in the USA. Like you want a T-bone. It's probably going to cost you some money. You know, most of you guys are probably just eating cut up hot dogs with, uh, you know, uh, Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know. And so it's just things like that. You know, the fact that, you know, all these freedoms that come out here and, and uh, it, it really just comes and boils down to, you know, again, what you you know, consider freedom, what you consider comfort, and and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, they complain about, you know, very high electric bills, they complain about, you know, um, you know, all of these unnecessary things that people are complaining about, like, again, you know, you know, in fact, maybe you guys can help me in the comments, right, in the chat, and tell me exactly uh, what some of these, uh, you know, complaints are about life out here. You know, because again, it still blows my mind. You know that people say that Mexico's too expensive, that they got to spend three to four thousand dollars a month to live out here comfortably. I'm like, yeah, if you're if you want to live like in the lap of luxury, if you want to live like the top upper one percent of Mexico, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? But if you want to live like everyone else. You don't, you know, $2,000 is plenty of money to live extremely comfortable, all right? Again, most Mexicans live on under or less than $1,000, all right? So, all right, I lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to go through the chat real quick. All right, see what you guys have to say, you know, about uh, these topics, about everything I've been saying here. So, shout out to everyone out there. All right, so anyways, I see a lot of people in the chat, you know, a lot of people viewing. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today and hope you guys are having fun and enjoying uh, story time, enjoying my, uh, you know, everything I have to say here. Let me see. Yeah, speaking Spanish is, is okay. So Ralph Finkel says speaking Spanish is a huge help to be successful living in Mexico. Learning Spanish, Spanish is very important. But at the same time, it's, you know, again, look, you, you guys already know um, I interview a lot of people out here and I'm going to be doing more and more of that as we go forward. But again, I've already interviewed Dave and Rebecca um, and Dave and Rebecca have come out on the show multiple times. They're going to be, you know, uh, they're going to be coming out in a special video tomorrow. By the way, I have a special video coming out tomorrow so please check that out okay um and then i got my regular video on sunday but long story short you know them plus a bunch of other individuals you know like greg and katie and i can go on and on you know they don't speak that well in spanish you know they have a few phrases here and there you know and uh you know they're trying very hard to learn spanish you know um you know obviously you know for many obvious reasons but at the end of the day you don't need to know a lot of spanish Okay, in order to live frugally, in order to live, you know, very well and live a normal life out here. Again, both of those couples, okay, and there's many of other people that live out here, you know, they, like I said, they don't know that much Spanish and they can survive on, you know, again, $1,500 or $1,000 a month. In fact, some of them even live on uh, less than 1000 a month, okay? So, because they, they bought their home, okay? The reason I have to, you know, spend around 1000 or 1500 a month is because, well, I rent, okay? I have to rent, all right? But again, when I see people that are paying, you know, 1000 or 1000 you know, plus, you know, to rent a place out here, it's kind of crazy, 
because I don't pay that much. You know what I mean? At all. You know, and again, I've, I've discussed many times that I, I pay a little over $300. And let's just say that, you know, um, I would have find I have to find another place and move somewhere else. I'm not paying any more than 500. Are you kidding me? You know, at 500 or less. All right. And this is the reality of it. So anyone paying more than that? Well, you know, you got to ask yourself why you're paying more than that and what kind of home you're living in. Now, again, there's plenty of homes. I, by the way, you know, there's plenty of places out here where you can get uh, a home, a, you know, rent a home, okay, that back in the USA would be like 2000 2500 a month, and you can get that same home here for like around 1000 a month or maybe less, okay? So that exists out there. So, for example, if you have a family with kids or you're making pretty good cheddar, you know, it's a little pretty good money out there, um, then, yeah, you know, why not, you know, spend that money and, and rent a nice, super, you know, awesome house. But there's no need, you know, to overspend, okay? If all you're looking for is freedom and you're looking to be, uh, what is it, to, um, and your and cost of living is a main important thing to you, then why are you spending that kind of money or, or going to Starbucks every day or doing all these things that you shouldn't be doing anyway, all right? But anywho's. Um, yeah, speaking Spanish is important, but it's not the most important thing, okay? So, but, but like I was saying, you know, tomorrow I'm dropping a brand new video, okay? Um, it's a sponsored video, but I think you guys are going to love it. It's, 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 it's a regular video, okay? It, just look at it like a normal, regular video, um, but it's for a device, okay? That's really going to help you guys learn Spanish very well. Again, I, 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 there's only so much I can say. You know, the reality is, is that, you know, the, the device is so freaking amazing, Okay, that it was surprising to me, surprising to Dave and Rebecca that helped me, uh, you know, film the video. But we were out, you know, with uh, the local people using it, and it was incredible how amazing it is. So, long story short, um, you can just get your with technology today, you can just get yourself a special device, you know, um, and talk to people, you know. And so, it's not like you even have to learn Spanish, even though it's very, 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 very important. Yes, I totally agree. But learning Spanish is more for the immersion. Um, aspect of it you know if you really want to you know immerse yourself in the culture if you really 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 you know want to be able to you know talk to the locals and enjoy life out here you know to the fullest and yeah of course you know you gotta you should learn spanish but it's not you know gonna be a make or break when it comes to so many other factors you know like let's say cost of living okay miguel says um miguel says bro only the tb rate I don't even know what TB is. And cartels are keeping me out of Mexico? Why? You know what I mean? Like, the cartels are not, you know, um, they're not affecting, you know, safety to anyone out there. Look, this is one thing I want to say to everyone out there since I got everyone's attention. Um, the cartels do not give a shit about you, okay? They don't give a crap about your measly, you know, social security. They're not looking to kidnap you so that, you know, they can take away your, again, your social security check or whatever crap you have okay again many people that are moving out here don't have much okay so why are they gonna rob someone that doesn't have much when again if you know anything about how mexico works out here um which again if you watch my channel on a regular basis you know more about that um you know they're more interested in setting up a business okay and uh you know getting your money that way all right so you know, yeah, you know what I mean? That's really what they're interested in. They're not interested in, uh, you know, doing any kind of harm to their customers. You know, they would rather you, uh, I don't know, you know, go to the store and buy things, you know? And, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know just, <laughs> just get money that way. So they don't care, okay? They don't care about you. They don't care about anyone out there, you know, um, in that sense, okay? They're not affecting any, you know, boomer, expat, you know, foreigner out there in any way, shape, or form. 
okay? Because trust me, you know this, we all know this, okay? If any one of them, you know, were to, <clears throat> you know, do anything to one of us, it would be all over the news. It would be all over the mainstream media. It would be, I mean, come on. They wouldn't be able to, you know, uh, get it off the news, okay? That that would be like as much, you know, they would, they would cover it so much. And again, just to give even more negative uh, publicity um, and, and, you know, to uh, Mexico and more negative news and more, you know, again, that whole thing. But again... As people are figuring it out, you know, um, as the years have gone on, people are realizing that Mexico is extremely safe, especially when you compare it to, you know, the insanity that's going on in the USA at the moment. Are you kidding me? It's a lot safer out here than it is over there. All right. And uh, this is the fact. Okay. You know, there's no, I don't want to get into the extreme details, but you know what happens over there. You live over there. None of that happens over here at all, period. All right. So, um, um, but yeah, Miguel is like basically asking, is like you, like he goes, like you, I am tired of over accountability for every little thing and unsolvable issue. Okay, um, I'm Mexican American. Where are the best spots to avoid Americans? Listen, you know, they're everywhere. I, I don't just stay away from all the touristy areas and stay away from, I mean. Basically, stay away from the expat enclaves. You know, you'll know them once you're out here. You'll know them because. It's just like everything else. When you go to um, the USA, when you're in the USA and you're in any major city, you know, they have places like Little Havana, Little Haiti, right? Um, uh, Chinatown, you know, and uh, Little Japan, you know, whatever, all right? So um, that's the thing, you know, it's as simple as that. You know, once you're out here, you get to quickly figure out, okay, there's Little America over there. You know, some places are, you know, have more American retirees and expats in other places. But, you know, expats that are or foreigners that are my age, give or take, you know, in their 40s, you know, maybe younger, maybe a little older. Um, you know, we don't, you know, we, we kind of just spread out. You know, we're, we're living amongst the people. You know, I live in a Mexican neighborhood. You know, with a bunch of you know, Mexicans. In recent years, in recent months, you know, there's been a few more foreigners, you know, moving around um, to this area. And I could tell, you know what I mean? Like, there's some Canadians that moved uh, not too far from here, you know, like a block down. And I get to see that, you know, they're basically like, you know, a deer in headlights, you know, every time they step out of their house, you know? And it's like, you know, they, I could tell that they hate it out here. And they just moved out here because, well, they don't want to live in Canada anymore. And again, that's not the right reason to move out here. And, uh, you know, they're going to be hating it, you know, just like a lot of people end up hating it, you know, living out here um, because they don't move out here for the right reasons. You know, they, they just want to be comfortable. And so they don't like, you know, how things are going in their own country. And they just want to keep living the same life that they've always lived. And they don't want to do anything about it. So what do they do? Well, they move to another country and they export they, they bring that as an export, you know, their bad attitude, their bad behavior, um, you know, their disdain for others. And I can go on and on and on and on. And so they move out here and they see things are very different out here. People are friendly. People are nice. You know, it's a different world out here and they just never get acclimated and they hate it. And then they think that, you know, again, by moving to another part of Mexico, moving to another place, things are going to change. They're not. They're not. And so, you know, that's the thing, you know, what I mean, like when it comes to safety, at the very least, you know, what I mean, like, yeah, no, Mexico is extremely safe, you know, especially compared to the USA these days. Um, it's just the truth. So, um, 
Baron Von Crunt says, Jose, I love your Sunday video with Katie. Oh, so happy. You're glad you like it. By the way, I hope you like this Sunday's video because this Sunday, we I went to a Pueblo to have a big celebration. We were celebrating uh, Carnival or uh, basically Mardi Gras, you know, um, out here. And um, I did a video on that. And it was awesome. It was one of the best times I've ever had living out here. And um, I hope you guys really enjoy that video. Because, again, it, it really shows you, you know, um, a, a side of Mexico that most people are just not aware of. And that, by the way, you can experience. And you don't need much Spanish. Again, the more Spanish you know, the better. And the easier it will be to, you know, be able to experience these things, okay? But at the end of the day, you know, it's all about a want uh, and a desire and a willingness to, you know, open up and participate. And um, again, you know, um, basically it's a new culture. It's a new life. And you got to get used to that. And, uh, you know, for a lot of, for, again, for me, it was very easy, you know, to, you know, get used to all that and embrace all that. Because, well, I, I never really ever fit in in the USA. I thought I was the, the crazy one, you know. But as soon as I moved to Mexico and I started experiencing Mexico... I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is awesome. This is great. Finally, a home. Finally, you know, a place where I can really fit in and feel at home and feel loved and feel, you know, amazing. And so for me, that's why I love it out here so much. But for a lot of people, they just, they're never going to, you know, they're never going to experience that. Well, because they're not even looking for that. Okay. By the way, don't forget to please hit the like button, right? To see if this thing is going to work. I got like a little algorithm thing here. It doesn't always work. Is it working? There we go. Hey! All right. So anyways, shout out to everyone out there. Don't forget to, you know, hit the like button, share, you know, share with a friend, share with an enemy, whatever, you know. Um, but yeah, by the way, so I'm glad that a lot of you guys are really loving a lot of the newer videos that I'm making. And, uh, we know, with the interviews and, uh, you know, going out of... Uh, you know, the bubble, the comfort zones, and uh, sharing with you guys even more about what makes Mexico great and awesome. And not from necessarily a touristy perspective, you know, just more about, again, you know, there's so many other YouTubers out there that basically talk about and interview a bunch of foreigners and expats that, you know, hate it out here, or that can't survive out here, or that think it's too expensive, or whatever. All right, well, I'm doing the opposite, okay? You know, I'm a positive guy, all right? So I, I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying to do the complete opposite of that, which is, again, share, you know, stories and experiences of people that live out here, that love it out here, and that, you know, again, are surviving, not, not, not just surviving, but thriving. Again, Katie is a really good example. She came out here as a retiree, and she just, again, planned on, you know, doing some watercolors, and before you know it, she's part of the community, you know, doing all kinds of community things, you know, and uh, she's in an art gallery. And uh, look, by the way, she painted that. That's Gizmo. You know, that was a gift that she gave me. All right. It's in the video. All right. And so on and so forth. So um, and uh, she wasn't really trying. All she was just trying to do was like enjoy her retirement, um, you know, again, enjoy her freedom and live life and. It's all here. And does she speak fluent Spanish? No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. You know, she speaks, you know, barely enough Spanish, you know, just in, enough to get by. And same as her husband, Greg, you know, um, and, and and again, Dave and Rebecca. And I got so many other friends out there, okay, um, that, you know, just live out here. You know, I don't mention everybody because not everybody wants to be uh, mentioned on camera, you know, or live on screen. Um, but I, I, got, I know plenty of friends. In fact, a lot of the friends that I have out here that are foreigners, you know, are friends, you know, like um, they landed in Mexico kind of like I did. 
okay, in one shape, form, or another. And they weren't looking at, you know, videos on, you know, moving to Mexico or anything like that. You know, in fact, a lot of my friends, my really good friends, you know, um, they're like ex-military, you know, and uh, they basically have already lived abroad. They understand that there's other cultures out there, better cultures out there, all right? And they, you know, have always wanted to live elsewhere. So, well, you know, they've already kind of like stepped out of their bubble a long time ago when they were in the military. Um, and by the way, my age or so, give or take. And so a lot of them just end up out here. You know, um, or and, and, you know, not, not not just in this part of Mexico, but all over Mexico, all over the world. Uh, it, back in the day, they used to call it going bamboo. I don't know for any you know older people out there that know what I'm talking about, but but yeah, you know, I went bamboo. You know, a lot of my friends, you know, that I know and um, you know, again, hang out with and and chill with, you know, on a regular basis, are people that they didn't even know I did YouTube until I told them I did YouTube. Okay, you know, a lot of them were just out here because they were already out here. You know, that's it. You know what I mean? They left a long time ago. Um, or they left, you know, around the same time I left or whatever. All right? So, you know, the reality is, is that, you know, out here, um, you know, in Mexico, it's just a completely different, you know, life. It's a completely different uh, adventure. And for a lot of people that are really seeking, you know, uh, freedom, that are really seeking, you know, um, you know, to live a, a better life. You know, like I said, you're going to see on Sunday what I mean by that. You know, meaning that, you know, you can just go to a small village that's having a, a festival and join the festival. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, again, like, there's always celebrations out here. In fact, I was, you know, um, making, what is it? I was uh, joking around with Christian the other day because, again, there's always something to celebrate out here. You know, they're always you know, uh, taking days off, whatever it is. And I'm like, man, you know, you guys have more holidays than the Jews, you know, <laughs> by the way, shout out to all my Jewish friends out there. I know I can't, you can't even say certain words or certain things out there, but you know, Jewish people, you know, the, the running joke is the fact that they have holidays every other day. You know, they're always, you know, with holidays here and there. So guess what? The Catholic Mexicans also have constant holidays. Okay. And, um, it's not just for Catholic, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, celebrations. You know, a lot of it, you know, they're celebrating Constitution Day. They're celebrating freedom. They're celebrating Independence Day. You know, it's a lot of, you know, just sometimes they're just celebrating, you know, government type, you know, not government, but like, uh, what is it? Freedom loving, um, which I'm gonna call it holidays. Okay. Uh, we're in the USA. I mean, you know, every day, you know, when it comes to things like that, um, you know, they have less and less, you know, days off and less and less, you know, days to celebrate. And again, you know, a lot of people just say that they're Jewish, you know, in order to get, you know, days off or at least have the excuse that, you know, so they can have, you know, more days off and things like that. Where in Mexico, it's it's not like that at all. You know what I mean? In Mexico, everyone has days off all the time, you know, constantly celebrating all the time. Fiestas, you know, the whole thing. So let me see. Let me let me read a few comments here. See, look, there you go. Look, Brandon Garcia. Look, this is the, the kind of mentality that, you know, it's okay. So Brandon Garcia says, bro, I got 27K to my name, two vehicles, and just me. I want to move to Mexico so bad. But and I'm Mexican born in los angeles but i need a home to own why do you need a home to own why and i mean right off the bat right off you know again i get it i want a home to own a lot of people want a home to own but why is that the reason the one thing that's stopping you from moving out here and especially since you're a mexican citizen 
because you are a Mexican citizen from what you just said there. And you have 27K. You know how much money that is in Mexican pesos? That's a lot. So you can come out here and live extremely comfortably, set yourself up. In fact, you can probably sell your two vehicles, you know, and have a few more bucks, you know, have like around a million pesos. But anyways, long story short, is that you can come out here and uh, rent a home, rent a place, you know, live a, a you know, a, a Mexican life, travel, you know, do all kinds of things. And then eventually, you know, once you set yourself up, all right, and start earning money here, okay, whether it's, you know, through an online, you know, uh, digital nomad thing, or you set up a business here, or whatever it is you do, eventually, you if you work enough, you'll be able to, you know, again, buy a home. And if you don't, you can rent. It's not a big deal. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, what I feel is that, you know, people, you know, um, not only are they always looking for an excuse as to why not to come, because I was one of them as well. Okay. Like I said, when I had a lot of money and resources and all this other stuff, you know, I, I always wanted to leave the country and I never did because I was always afraid or making excuses. But when I was my, you know, again, my back was up, up against the wall. Again, for, you know, for those of you guys that listened to my story earlier, and I didn't have a choice except, again, live on the street, live out of my car. Again, hit the like button. Okay, now we got the algorithm working. Anyways, here, let's see if we can get, like, the other thing to work. But anyways, you know, I was out here. Is it going to do it now? Hey, now I'm, now I'm distracted by the stupid thing. All right, maybe not. Anyways. <laughs> now, do it, do it. Hey. <laughs> okay, anyways, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, I didn't, when I didn't have a choice, and it was, again, it's either live on the street, live in a tent, live in a car, or move to Mexico, I was like, all right, I'm out, and I left with nothing, no resources, no nothing, all right, and I figured it out, so why wait until something like that happens, you know, you, you have a lot of money and resources, and, you know, you speak Spanish, I think, and you're Mexican, so w- what are you waiting for, you know? To what buy a home just just move to mexico and by the way 27k it, it depending on the part of mexico you're in but 20 you should be able to buy a home for that you could t- technically buy a home for that you know somewhere you know probably not in the most desirable places but there's plenty of places in mexico where you can definitely buy a home for that kind of money so again you know that's you know like the things i'm kind of talking about you know what is the real reason you want to move out here is it the right reason or not you know, and again, stop making excuses, stop making whatever, just do it. It's not going to get any better where you're at at the moment. And it's only going to get, you know, more difficult to do so to move out here, you know, and to establish yourself out here, you know, the longer you wait. So um, Jesse Robles says, I want to be fully retired at 45. Everybody does. Everybody does. Okay. Um, and just live from the internet from my cash if you bring 400k to mexico you can definitely do it yeah i mean yeah you know or you can do it with you know again a thousand dollars to your name like i did you know you don't need a 400k you know 400k is great but it's not necessary you know in fact 400k you can survive just about anywhere except for like dubai you know or you know certain parts of europe or the usa or canada but 400k us dollars i mean that's like almost half a million dollars man that's a lot of fucking money so, and again, what is retirement? You know, look, ever since I was a chef, okay, a cook, okay, ever since I lived that life, I, you know, I never made that much money. You know, I didn't have like the, the successful crazy career, you know, when it came to all that. Uh, but I was always like in my mindset, 
you know, in my mind, and I was in the mindset that I was living my retirement. What do, what do I mean by that? Well, I was enjoying what I did because I would see so many of my other friends from, I don't know, high school, other friends that I had, cousins, you know, family members, and they all did a job that they really, really, really hated. And they were just, again, going through the motions so they can get that money, so they can get their retirement, so they can eventually, after 45 years of hard labor at the labor camp, you know, they will be able to retire, you know, again, put out to pasture. And I was like, no, wait a minute. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm choosing to, to live my retirement now. And again, when you look at it, it's like, well, what was retirement? You know, what is what do people consider retirement? Oh, they get to party, they get to drink, they get to have fun, they get to go on, on, on trips and travel. Well, listen, I did all that, you know, as a cook, I did all that, you know, where many people can't do all that, okay? And I did that basically every day, all right? Trust me, I've done every drug in the book. I've drank, you know, so many people under the table, and I've been drunk under the table. I've, you know, traveled, you know, as much as I could. Um, I, I've done all, all kinds of crazy shit, you know? In fact, I got so many adventures, in fact, if you guys want to see, hear one of my adventures, you know, again, shameless plug real quick. You know, you guys want to hear one of my adventures, uh, you know, go check out Jose Unleashed. Once we're done with this live stream, we're going to go over there. Again, it's a brand new channel. Okay, I'm going I'm to put the link in the, in the chat so you guys can go check it out. But again, see, look, the title of today's live stream is Getting Thrown Out of Disney Isn't What It Used To Be. So like I said, you know, I lived that life. And so I wanted to maintain living that life you know, going forward. And that's why I left the USA when I left, because it was like, okay, that's not a feasible thing anymore here in the USA, you know, to continue living, you know, the life that I want to live. All right. And so that's why I came out here to continue the adventure. So the whole thing of retired, I've been retired. I've, I've been retired since I was in my twenties, I guess. But, you know, a lot of people, when they consider or, or, you know, kind of talk about, you know, being retired, it's more about, oh, I want to have a lot of money and do nothing. Listen, that's not a life, okay? That is no life. Trust me, I've been there, I've done that, and like again, the, I, I thought I thought I was depressed and unhappy with my life when I was just, you know, again, a working schmo, you know, working as a cook and doing all these things and uh, and barely making enough every week, you know, living paycheck to paycheck and then some, um, and then eventually I moved to Seattle and I was able to make a lot of money and live in an ivory tower, you know, and, and live that amazing you know, life that everybody always dreams of. And I was, I was even more depressed and unhappy then because that, I quick, when, I, when you're poor and you got nothing, you're always thinking the grass is greener on the other side. Oh, as soon as I get money, as soon as I have that, you know, all these things, uh, I'm going to be happy. But guess what? I got all those things. Like a lot of people get all these things and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm even more miserable now because now I don't have that excuse anymore of, uh, oh, once I get rich, once I get money, I'm going to be fine. No, it's not like that at all. Again, it's, it's it's a lot of work. A lot of the work that people don't want to do is on themselves, okay? The work that you don't get paid for is on yourself. You got to be happy with you. You got to be happy with yourself. You got to be happy with, you know, your life, you know? Look, going back to like what, what happened to me in Texas, you know, they kind of like, you know, started the whole thing for me to eventually get out here a few years after that. Um, I remember when I got arrested and I was in jail, all right? That first night in jail, all right? Um, you know, besides trying to figure out how I can sleep so my butt wasn't exposed, you know, this jail. Anyways, but at the end of the day, you know, I was just laying there, you know, looking up at the sky, actually looking up at the top bunk, you know, of uh, the other guy that was sleeping there. And I was, you know, just 
the, the, I, the biggest smile came onto my face because up until that point, I was lost. I was miserable. I don't know where, where my life was going. You know, I didn't have any direction, even though I had money in the bank and I had all this stuff. But as soon as that happened, I knew that, my God, rock bottom had not even hit yet. I knew that, that was, I was on my way down to hit rock bottom. Okay? I, I was like, I was, I, again, like throwing yourself out of a plane. That first night in jail, I was literally still, uh, and I was with the biggest smile on my face because I knew that once I splat on the ground and I hit that rock bottom, well, then guess what? It's all going to be up from there, all right? And I didn't know where my life was going to take me. I didn't know what what the whole adventure was going to be. I didn't know. I had the last thing I was ever expecting was to end up in Mexico, especially then, um, but again, you know, just having that positive mentality, always, you know, knowing what you want, okay? And, um, you know, which I, I started to know at that point what I wanted, which was my freedom, okay? And uh, and I could go on and on, you know what I mean? And uh, that's really what you know, what got me to, to get to where I am today and um, and continue going forward. You know, what I'm doing now, you know, with the interviews and all this other stuff is stuff that I wanted to do years ago, but I just didn't have the cojones, the balls to do. And now I'm doing it. You know, so, you know, sometimes you got to be put in the worst possible situation so you can really realize and understand how good you actually have it and how lucky you actually are. And, um, you know, the whole idea of retirement or, you know, I want I need to not work anymore to retire. No, listen, no, no, I'm retired. I'm retired, but I put in a lot of work. Okay, retirement is basically a state of mind, meaning can I wake up whenever I want? Yes. Can I eat whatever I want? Yes. Do I have a roof over my head? Yes. You know, do I have a beautiful wife and an amazing, you know, partner in life? Yes. You know, do I have an amazing dog, you know, sometimes behaves, you know, misbehaves? Yes. I got a horse. I even got a horse. I got a horse. I mean, come on. You know, so, you know, it's it's all about, you know, you're, your, you know, taking control of your mind and taking control, you know, of, uh, you know, what you really want, you know, having those difficult conversations with yourself, you know, and really, you know, exploring things and going deep down the hole that you might not want to go down, okay, and putting in that work that a lot of people don't want to do. And so that's the thing. That's why a lot of people, when they come out here to Mexico, they're, they, you know, they got what they thought they wanted, and then they quickly realized, oh my God, I hate it out here because you didn't come out here for the right reasons. You know, if you're coming out here because again you want freedom, you wanna, you know, again have you know neighbors that you can talk to and that care about you, you know, a community that cares about you, um, you know, friendly people, uh, a, fr- a, a, you know, again a, a more relaxed lifestyle, and, and you know all these things. Well, then, yeah, you're going to love it out here. You're going to love Mexico, you know, if you love tacos, you know, whatever. Anyways, but there's many reasons, you know, but if you're just coming out here because you want to save a few bucks or I'm 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 so over the tyranny and I'm so over the USA, blah, 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 but then you come out here and you bring that with you, you know, meaning, you know, you, you hate a lot of the things about the USA, but then you come out here and you're trying to tell Mexicans how to live their life. You know, you're trying to say that, oh, you know, gentrification is a bad thing. It's like, bro, have you asked the Mexican? Have you asked them? You know, they seem to be enjoying their frappes and they seem to be enjoying, uh, you know, their iPhones and they seem to be enjoying the brand new car that they're driving. You know, why are you out here saying that they don't want these things? They do. Obviously, they do. You know, they want to eat at McDonald's. You know, they want their chicken nuggies. You know, whatever. You know, just because you don't want it, just because you have a certain, you know, uh, you know, trauma when it comes to these things, it doesn't mean that they don't want it. 
you know, and, and so on and so forth. You know, there's just so many things. And so, you know, it, it's about coming out here and uh, again, you know, culturally immersing yourself in, into the, you know, what is it like? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's about coming out here and really um, integrating into life out here and into the culture out here. Okay. And not trying to, you know, um, you know, impose your ways of life out here on people that don't want it. And by the way, it, it doesn't go with everything. Like, for example, I love American football. You know, Mexicans talk to me about American football. They want to know more about American football and so many other aspects. You know, whether it's rock and roll, whatever. There's many aspects of American culture that Mexicans love. What they don't love, okay, is, again, the Karens, you know, that come out here and, you know, start, you know, wanting to dictate how things should be. You know, the ones that are demanding the police, you know, to, you know, do X, Y, Z. You know, um, the ones that are, you know, all about the rules and the regulation. Oh, how come they don't throw trash on the street? Oh, how come they don't have a building, you know, permit for their whatever? Oh, how come they're making so much noise? How come? Listen, get the F out of here, okay? That's the thing. Are you moving out here for the right reasons? And are you going to be embracing Mexico for all its awesomeness? Or is Mexico going to chew you up and spit you out? Because, they, again, they don't care about you. You're just going like going back to the cartels. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. I mean, think about it. Just, you know, let's, let's do a quick little funny uh, meme here. A little funny, uh, you know, skit. But think about it. Do you think the cartel is looking to, you know... Uh, uh, kidnap Karen that's going to be complaining and yelling and acting uh, no no listen and has no money and, and thinks that she's better than no listen man no they don't want to you, you know what I'm saying it's like it's a whole thing okay you know people out there they think they're more important than they actually are you know they they you know they 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 have all these you know ideas of who they are what they are you know um, even you know again as an uh, you know elitism you know whatever it is and it's just so freaking hilarious. You know what I mean? Again, when you, you see the typical Mexican, you know, a lot of times they're like, look at these idiots. You know, look at that. They think they're better than us. You know, they, 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 they can't make it in their own country. And then they're coming out here and, uh, you know, they can't make it out here either. You know what I mean? It's like, are you kidding me? You look at, you know, grandma, you know, with like $200, $300 a month and she's making it just fine. And these people can't make it on $3,000 a month. So, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's. It is hilarious. You know, to me, it, I'm not going to lie. It's hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. Okay. So let's see. You have rights, says we only have a right to self-defense if the government helps and agrees with you. That is, it is defense rights are based on the on opinion because the See, look, the thing is, it's like, ah, uh, you know what I mean? Out here in Mexico, man, it's like, listen, man, you know. Rules and, and laws and all that stuff are just kind of like suggestions and sometimes they're enforced. You know, most of the time they're not. And it's really about how you comport yourself and how you behave yourself, whether or not, you know, uh, you're going to really be able to exercise your rights or not. Everyone, I, I've never seen anyone have any kind of problem out here exercising their rights, okay? In fact, you know, there's a friend, uh, he's not a friend, okay? Um, he's just somebody I know from YouTube. There's another guy out there named Gavin Syme, and he's moved out here, you know, over six years ago. Shout out to him. You know, he was a major inspiration for me moving out here as well, but he came out here for freedom, okay? And he's loved it out here. Everything's been great. Everything's been wonderful, but he, okay, was stopped by some corrupt police, 
okay? And long story, sh- very recently, okay? And he got into it with them. And basically, they illegally arrested him. They illegally, um, you know, did a bunch of illegal things to him. And uh, yeah, long story short, you know what I mean? Like they arrested him and they had to release him within a couple hours, um, you know, with their tail between their legs. And now, you know, most of them, are probably going to get fired as he, you know, um, proceeds with legal proceedings uh, to go after these, uh, you know, bad, bad hombres. See, a lot of people are always, comp- you know, scared of the cartel. You should really just be scared of the police, you know, just like in the USA, all right? The, the police out here, you know, they're out here to extort you and basically take advantage of, you know, again, your dumb ass, you know, that doesn't know their rights and doesn't know their everything. But, you know, even in the case of uh, Mr. Gavin, you know, uh, you know, he, um, they, they put him through the ringer. You know, because basically he challenged their authority, all right? He said, no, 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 I am not going to be kissing your boot. And he went off on a tangent. And now those individuals that, you know, arrested him and did those things to him, now they're going to have a price to pay. Most likely, they're going to be paying by uh, losing their job, okay? And it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, it's just, it's, it's nothing is perfect. Things happen. It, it's a different life. But in the USA, if you just look at the police the wrong way, you already know. You already know, you're going to get like, you know, they're going to make you look like Swiss cheese. You know, they're going to, you know, put 13, 8,000 bullets in your ass, all right? Just simply because, you know, uh, you looked at them the wrong way or you scared them or you this or you that or you whatever, okay? And so, again, I don't want to get into all that. You know, um, at the end of the day, um, it's, you know, there are things about Mexico that are not perfect, but compared to the USA, are you kidding me? Me, same as Gavin, will take the cops and the corrupt cops out here any day okay over what they have in over there and the thing is that out here again even though gavin you know knew his rights by the way his spanish is getting really well um really good and anyways even though he knew his rights he was speaking to them in spanish he was you know going down the fucking thing you know th- those cops did not want to hear it and they basically you know m- tried to make an example out of him and they failed you know what i mean so it's, i mean yeah. okay word that again that's not how it works in the usa so you know again things are going to happen Many times, look, I myself, I've told you guys, I have, I have encountered a bunch of shitty cops out here, okay? Even though I'm living in the safest city in Mexico, listen, they're out there, all right? And I have encountered, you know, plenty of uh, shitty cops out here. And most of the time, being an angry Cuban that knows his Spanish, knows his rights, refuses to comply... Because, again, I know my laws and I know my rights. Listen, they leave you alone. They're like, all right, all right, all right this guy... He's not going to go down easy, you know, and uh, all we want is, uh, you know, either to harass him or, or extort him out of some money or do something like that. So, you know, this guy's already too much work and they let me go. You know, a lot, man, I can go on with all the stories I've had, okay, with, you know, individuals out here like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is, I, I have confronted multiple cops out here that have tried to, again, you know, um, what is it like, um, put their boot on my neck or at, at the very least, you know, ex, uh, what is it? Um, oh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? What is it? Exercise their authority over me. I'm like, no, 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 brody. No, but you're a public servant, my guy. What are you doing? What are you kidding me? You know, you go go uh, put your boot on that guy's neck. You know, go and, uh, by the way, don't forget to hit the likes. You know, go scare that guy. Go extort that other guy. You know, you, you want something from me? You're going to have to take it. You know, we're going to have to go down. And by the way, out here, you know, sometimes, you know, like, let's say that the cop, you know, is trying to get difficult with you. Listen, you get in a fist fight with the guy, you know, and, 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 and oh, man, 
I've seen so many videos of Mexicans. Yeah, basically, the Mexicans are doing illegal things, okay? Like, I, I saw this one video not too long ago um, where it was a Mexican that was parked in a loading zone, okay? Parked in a loading zone, okay? So he was already doing something illegal, and, and not just that, but impeding traffic, all this stuff, okay? And the cop was basically telling him, hey, can you move your car? And the guy's like, ah, F you, I don't got to move my car. I'm going to do whatever I want. And basically, they went back and forth, back and forth. And they got into it. They got into a fight, like an actual physical fight. And it wasn't until another cop showed up and pulled them away, separated them, and basically said, all right, all right, leave this asshole alone. And they let the guy park there. Okay? The guy was not arrested. The guy was, uh, the car's not towed. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And he was in the wrong. In the wrong. You get what I'm saying? So Mexico is a completely different country. Okay? It's a completely different world. And for a lot of people that move out here, they can't stand that. They, they can't even fathom, you know, a world in which the police are not, you know, um, these monster, you know, um, arbiters of authority where they can just, you know, do all kinds of horrible things to you. And so that's why I, I love it out here. And that's why I know it's safer out here because I, I know no, there's no way in hell that any cop is ever going to, you know, kill me. That's a major, you know, that's like a normal part of life in the USA. You know what I mean? Like, or arrest me and, and put me in the system and for, for the stupidest thing, like they did, you know, and they've done to you or that you know somebody. Again, in the USA, everybody knows somebody has been arrested or in jail or, you know, or, or, or on drugs or, you know, come on. You know, that's not like that out here at all. All right. And so and then when you go to the villages and you go to the pueblos, you know, the towns, they have even less power. Now, again, some of them might be even more corrupt. But at the end of the day, it's a different world. OK. And it's not, you know, again, and that's why you see a lot of communities, you know, like it's basically they're choosing between the cartel or the corrupt cops. All right. And a lot of them always pick the cartel because the cartel's not out there trying to extort you, trying to rob you. OK. Now. Again, they want to keep the peace so you can go and, you know, to their shop and buy their things. You know, they're more about, hey, let's uh, continue this capitalism thing. It seems to be going pretty well, all right? As opposed to the cops, you know, which, again, they just, don't get me started, okay? Obviously, you can tell I'm not a fan, all right? Um, but it's a different world out here. It's a completely different world out here. And, I mean, in fact, in some pueblos and villages, you know, they don't even have cops or cartel. You know, the people just police themselves. They kicked everybody out. Okay, and uh, you know I know that uh, you know there's all these gun laws and all these other things out here, but it, again, you know, like those things are only enforced of like let's say you're in the city, okay, and you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, okay, they're gonna enforce that. But if you're out in the middle of nowhere, you know, in a village or a town, no one's enforcing anything, and especially if there's no authority to enforce anything, okay, all right, all right, capiche? So again, it's a different world out here a different world and so you know people coming out here and be like you know whatever you know whatever no just if you're coming out here just realize that in order for you to survive out here you got to live like the mexicans okay and it's not just to like you know live you know like the mexicans you know like uh you know humble home humble life no 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 it means that you gotta you know um at moments notice you got to stand up for your right. You got to protect your own rights. You know, and again, some parts of Mexico, they do this more than others. If you go to Oaxaca, Chiapas, you know, there's other parts of Mexico, you know, Guerrero, where it's like, are you kidding me? Guerrero, Guerrero literally means, that's a state, okay? That's the name of the state. Guerrero literally means warrior. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight. Like, I'm a fighter. 
Okay? So, like, yeah, no, the, some of these places in Mexico, like, that's part of their MO. That's part of their whole thing. Okay? They're constantly fighting authority and pushing back on authority. And that's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's about, a, 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 you know, in, uh, freedom is not free. In order for you to have freedom, you got to fight for that freedom. If you don't fight for that freedom and you delegate that responsibility to a government entity or some other entity, they're going to just take advantage of it. Like, you know they are because, again, most of you guys, you know, you're not happy with how things are going in your own country, right? Where they've taken away all your rights and there's no semblance of, uh, you know, again, having the rights that you thought that you used to have, okay? Or had or whatever, okay? So anyway, sorry about my rant. As you, again, as you guys can tell, I'm not a fan of authority. Not that I'm anti-authority or anti-government or any of that. No, I'm not. I'm just anti, you know, um, their, you know, abuse of power. I'm not a fan of that at all. And most Mexicans are not at all as well, Okay? Period. End of story, all right? And so that's the thing. You know what I mean? Like in the USA and in Canada, you know, they've already lost that whole semblance of having to fight for your freedom and fight for your right. You know, whether they've been, you know, numbed or what is it, subdued to the point where they don't want to do that anymore or the fact that they've over, been overregulated um, with so many laws and rules and so many things like that where you know again you can't even fight the system even if you want it by the way just going back all the way to the beginning of the live stream you know when i was saying about you know why i didn't go back to texas you know ever you know in order to stand in front of a judge it's like no i know how they abuse authority out here and how things are and that you don't have any rights anymore and that things are a certain way and i don't want to get into all that so I was like, no, no, listen, I know my rights enough where I can, you know, stay in California, all right, and hit the likes, you know, and uh, just send, you know, a lawyer to represent me, all right, and uh, use a proxy to represent me. I don't need to be there, you know, go ahead. You want to, you want to like uh, throw, uh, you want to throw the proxy in jail? Go ahead. You're not going to throw me in jail for nothing and so on and so forth. And by the way, Eventually, part of my move to Mexico was because, yeah, look, a lot of people might talk a lot of crap out there about me and say, oh, he escaped the law. Oh, listen, I can go back to the USA. I can go to the U.S. Embassy. I, I got nothing. All right. You know, there's nothing. You know, I, 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 I did. I, I uh, what is it? I legally got my rights back. OK. And how did I legally have to do that? I had to pay a lot of money. I had to buy my freedom back. But the only way I was able really, really able to finish that process off and, and do that was in Mexico because when I was in the USA, when I was even in California, they were constantly threatening to send Dog the Bounty Hunter, not Dog, not, not him exactly, but you know, people out there to come and collect and come and put me in jail if I didn't pay XYZ by XYZ date and yada, 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 yada. But when I was in Mexico, well, they knew that their bullshit laws and bullshit, you know, whatever, um, wasn't enough, you know, for, for them to come out here and extradite me or come after me, okay? Because, by the way, watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. He did an episode where he went into Mexico to try and get somebody over some crap. And basically, you know, Dog got arrested and deported. Okay? So it's the same thing. They know that. And so that's why when I was out here, now all of a sudden when I was dealing with the authorities in Texas, listen, they had to play ball. Because all they wanted was my money. And all I wanted was a piece of paper that said, you know, all charges were dropped and that we fucked up. And guess what? As of when I was in Mexico, I was able to negotiate. And now, you know, I was, you know, uh, you know, I was the one with the upper hand. And guess what? I got my little paper. 
you know, where all cases, you know, everything was dismissed and everything was whatever. Da, 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 da. I got uh, the, the same thing that Hunter Biden got. I forgot what it was. You know, he got some uh, something, something aversion. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I got that. OK. And not only did I get that, but, you know, I, I got the, the receipts to prove it. And I was able to do that here. Well, because all they wanted was my money and all I wanted was that piece of paper. And they knew that I wasn't, you know, going to, you know, um, play that game because again i went to the extreme of moving to mexico so i was like okay whatever you know we want to keep extracting the money out of this guy so we can finish this process off and uh, give him the stupid paper that he wants and that's it so yeah no i'm not a i'm not a fan not a fan of uh you know the prison industrial complex and, and all that stuff all right so anyways i apologize for that whole uh you know, that whole rant there, geez, you know, I went off on a tangent there. Jesus. All right, all right. I'm, I'm going to go and look through the chat. By the way, please, guys, if you guys are enjoying today's content and you want to see more insanity like you are seeing right now, please go to Jose Unleashed. Go subscribe, okay, to the channel, please. And uh, hit the bell icon so you don't miss a thing. But I'm going to be going live there within an hour. Give or take, you know, half an hour to an hour. You know, we still got to finish this one off here. But we're going to be going live over there. All right. And uh, we're going to be talking about, you know, getting thrown out of Disney isn't what it used to be. All right. So we're going to be talking about that. So, again, if you enjoy my story so far, you're definitely going to enjoy that story, you know, uh, because that's what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about, you know, a, speci a specific story that happened to me when I was out there. But obviously, we're going to go in depth and, and do all this. I'm not going to be getting into you know what you think i'm gonna be getting into okay it's, it's it's comedy we're gonna have some fun over there so please i would love for it for you guys to join me if you guys are enjoying this so far um go hang out over, you know go meet me over there and uh, we're gonna have some fun talking about all of that and by the way oh yeah i'll, I'll save it i don't want to spoiler i don't want to spoil anything all right so i'll see you guys there later all right let me see let me see let me go through the chat real quick David says, will they demand ID from a 67-year-old man to buy alcohol? No, man. No. 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 You know, are you kidding me? Why would they? Um, in fact, the legal drinking age in Mexico is 18 and over. All right? So don't worry. As long as you look over 18, they're not going to, you know, what is it? Like, uh, you're not going to, you know, they're not going to ask you for ID. And it's a different thing out here. You know, out here... You know, basically, if they sell you alcohol as a kid, you know, the only one that you're going to be dealing with is an angry mom that's probably going to come to the store and be, you know, getting mad at you and demanding, you know, why you sold my kid alcohol. But look, I'm going to tell you right now, especially like if you go to villages and pueblos in certain areas like that, you know, a lot of times, you know, you're like a, a kid, you know, 13, 14 year old kid and your dad might send you to the store to go buy a six pack for him. Okay? All right. So, yeah, no, again, it's a different world out here, right? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, hold on. Let me play a little music in the background while we uh, go through the chat. By the way, please ask me anything right now, okay? If there's anything that you want me to talk about or, or kind of touch on real quick before we head out, um, let me know.
Mm-hmm. Let me see. See, Rob Beef says Acapulco has citizen manned checkpoints that don't allow any police for rallies or politicians into the city. There you go. And look, it's not just in Acapulco. Um, and Acapulco, I think, is in Guerrero, right? Um, but in Oaxaca as well and uh, in many other places as well. In fact, in Chiapas right now, which Chiapas is um, the area that's really close to uh, Guatemala, you know, because of the whole immigrant crisis and all that going on, you know, they have a lot of uh, federal agents down there. Not federal agents, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, federales, you know, which are the um, federal... What is it? They are the... The National Guard, okay? So they got the National Guard that's teamed up with immigration to kind of like, you know, try to control that situation, right? But again, the cartels are the ones that run that whole operation. So it's like, you know, how are they going to control it? Again, you should look into some videos as to, you know, how the cartel, you know, basically... uh, you know, uh, what is it has uh, the whole, you know, but basically get the migrants from point A to point B, you know, all the way from Guatemala, all the way up north. And it's insane. And by the way, there's tons of YouTubers out there, you know, like bald and bankrupt, for example, and many other YouTubers, you know, that uh, have, you know, done the journey themselves and have shown the journey. And, um, you know, there's, you know, tons of information on that out there in English. Okay. And you will be surprised. Okay. Your jaw will drop. Okay. In fact, you know, um, yeah, it's it's very lucrative business, all right, to say the least. And uh, and again, you know, when they're shipping you from point A to point B, you know, they're they're giving you food, they're giving you, you know, again, tents, housing, you know, to live in, you know, and uh, basically kind of like, you know, making the journey as easy as possible. And again, I'm not here condoning any behavior on any of this stuff, okay? You know, and I'm not here to discuss whether it's. Uh, you know, uh, right or wrong, or the immigrant crisis that's happening in the USA, whether it's right or wrong, I, I understand that it's a major problem that the USA is having, but you guys already know, you guys already know, uh, what's going on out there and, uh, how that needs to be fixed. Okay. You know, most Americans are not anti-immigration, you know, they're just anti what's going on right now. All right. And so, you know, you can even see in interviews and, uh, you know, when they talk to uh, local Mexican politicians or even the, the president or the the person that's going to be the next president or they talk to, you know, the cartel themselves. And they basically say, look, the reason we're doing this is because there's business, you know, there's money to be had. That's it. You know what I mean? If, uh, the, if, if this was not a business, you know, meaning that there was nothing to gain out of, you know, bringing all these people to the USA, then why would we do this? You know, we would just go back to drugs and avocados, you know? So, by the way, yes, like the, the cartel, that's what they do. You know, they, they basically sell avocados um, and, you know, and then they have all ma- major businesses out here in Mexico and they're a major component of how everything works out here, okay? Just like the mafia was at one point in the USA, you know, before the CIA and the FBI took over. <clears throat> Anyways. But what do I know? Don't listen to me. I'm just some dumbass on YouTube with a with a fake plastic horse, okay? Don't listen to me. I don't know anything, okay? Just read a history book. <laughs> Watch a documentary, you know? And um, you'll see. You'll see what you'll see what Uncle Jose's saying is not that crazy, all right? Pretty well documented, in fact. <laughs> See, there you go. Baron von Crunch says, My father-in-law in Puebla, you know, used to sell beer and cigarettes from his house. Neighbors would send their kids over to buy them constantly. Yeah, I mean, you know. So. 
Yeah, Ralph Finkel says uh, he like I had to pay uh, a couple cops off in Mexico for minor infractions, maybe thirty-five U.S. dollars total. It's funny because I got stopped by cops, you know, a while ago, and I was expecting that, and they actually gave me a ticket. And I was like, you know, when I got the ticket, I was like, bro, <laughs> like, bro, come on, man. You know what I mean? You're making me go down to the police station and da 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 you know, I didn't say that to them. I was just, you know, that's what I was thinking. It's like, fuck. You know what I mean? Like, damn. But whatever. It is what it is. You know, no big deal. So. Let me see. But I think that's it. I think we're going to just start wrapping this bad boy up. Teal Clumsy says, do you think they will renew their regularization program next year? Yes, they will. And by the way, even if they don't, like I've, I've talked about this before, okay? Even if they don't um, renew the program, again, like I mentioned in the last video I did with Jose Novello, again, the lawyer, you know, talking about this. Um, there is an actual um, thing in the law, okay, that says that every few years they have a version of the RNE program. So look, long, the RNE program is just basically a new program that happened during the pandemic. Um, so that basically, instead of you know, um, instead of uh, uh, instead of uh, I forgot what the program was called, but instead of doing this every uh, two or three years, they would just do this every year. So again, what they're doing is that they're renewing the the program every year. Hence the RNE program. Um, but even if they don't renew the program, you know, you got to just stay in Mexico long enough or prove that you've been in Mexico, you know, through residency, you know, meaning, hey, I live here. I'm, I'm on a tourist visa. I don't want to be on a tourist visa anymore. Can I get a residency? Yeah, sure. No problem. But again, you just got to prove that you've been here for a while. That's it. Um, but long story short, whether they renew it or not, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? It, the cat is out of the bag. And most people already kind of know that you can get residency. And by the way, all those immigrants, you know, most of the immigrants, okay, that are traveling through Mexico, okay, again, going back to that, all, most of the immigrants that are entering through Guatemala and being processed, you know, in one shape, form or another, and before they make it to the USA, all of them get temporary residency. Because, well, they, they got to be legal here somehow. And they don't qualify for uh, a tourist visa. <laughs> so they just give them residency, you know. And then most of them, once they get to the U.S. border, you know, when, before they cross the U.S. border, they get rid of all that. Because, again, part of the whole idea of them asking for asylum or amnesty or whatever in the USA, and you know, getting their check, cell phone, you know, uh, shipped out to where they want. Um, they they got to, like, you know, prove that, you know, they, they, you know, that they don't have anything. So they get rid of everything, you know? Again, you can just look at plenty of documentaries that have been done on that very recently. Even Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is now covering that situation, okay? Okay. So anyways, long story short, I mean, yeah, you, if you look at the Mexico side of the border, you know, um, it's littered, full of litter, okay? But a lot of that litter is a bunch of temporary residencies. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of crazy, right? So... So that's why, you know, all these people that are spewing all that fake news out there about like, oh, you need to have all this financial blah, 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 financial solvency and requirements in order to get residency. <laughs> like, no, you don't. No, you don't. If you believe that so much that that's preventing you from moving out here, stay where you're at. Stay where you're at. Okay. Just stay where you're at. Okay. 
But if you're, again, when I came out here, the last thing on my mind was residency. Again, if you know my story, I just, I came out here. I got I got residency eventually, but, you know, I'm already a permanent resident, but, you know, soon to be citizen at some point. But, you know, that was the last thing on my mind, you know. And uh, back then, again, I, I thought, just like a lot of people thought, that it was very difficult to get residency until I, you know, realized it wasn't. It was actually really easy to get residency. So, yeah. So, yeah, no, I love Mexico, man. Mexico is uh, Mexico's what the USA used to be, you know? Back when, uh, you know, every every American, you know, was all about fighting for freedom and caring about their freedom. Yeah, that, that's what the USA used to be. Well, back, that's what Mexico is these days, you know? It's, it's that. It's a lot of people that are, you know, very uh, freedom-loving individuals out there, okay? So then they fought a revolution a hundred years ago to establish the constitution that's in place today and uh you know establish their rights okay and they are constantly defending those rights because again going back to all that okay in order for you to remain free it's not free okay in order for you to have freedom you got to fight for the for that freedom okay in fact i'll end it with this in order for you to really really be free you got to do like twisted sister said no was it twisted sister no, not Twisted Sister. No, the Beastie Boys, okay? And the Beastie Boys says, You gotta fight for your right to party. Okay, that kind of came out wrong. But you know what I'm saying. You gotta fight for that right, okay? And if you don't fight for that right, you're not gonna be able to party. That's it. That's why everybody out here is always partying and celebrating, okay? Because they're constantly fighting for that right to party. All right? So I'll leave it with that. I'll end it there. I think we've uh, discussed you know, this topic enough today. Um, again, I'm going to be going live real soon. It might be in half an hour. Okay. So we might go to, we might go live a little earlier today. All right. So I'm going to be changing that soon. Okay. So we're going to be, it says two 30, you know, whatever it says, we're going to be going live in half an hour. All right. So meaning I'm just going to take a break. I got to catch my breath. I got to get something to drink, you know, water, water. It's too early. Still not five o'clock, but anyways, I'm going to see you guys there. Okay. So we're going to have some fun over there i hope to see you guys there i hope you guys enjoyed the show today if you did enjoy the show you already know what to do don't forget to hit the like all right subscribe share okay share with your friends share with your enemies whatever you know just share um sharing is caring um but more importantly than anything else okay again please stay awesome okay but please 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 okay if you want to have some more fun keep discussing all kinds of crazy stuff you know um Go join me over there, okay? Join me here. I'll, I'll send you the link, okay, to the the live stream so you guys can uh, join me there and uh, start, you know, go over there and start getting in your seats, you know, get ready for the show, all right? So, you, you know, again, there's only a few seats, you know, uh, to, <laughs> you know, for sale, whatever. No, nothing's for sale. Everything's free, okay? Everything, again, going back to that, you guys already know I don't sell nothing, all right? All I do is uh, sell my time. So, again, if anyone wants some one-on-one -on -one time with me, you know, you want to do a Zoom call, you want to meet me in person, whatever, again, you know, you can go to my website for more information, okay? It's all there, all right? But, um, as I was saying, if you want to meet me, all right, for free, all right, there's going to be an opportunity March 14th, 
Okay, on March 14th, you know, Christian is having a gallery opening. And uh, as we get closer to the date, so next week, I'll give you guys the information on where that's going to be. And uh, I hope to see you guys there. For anyone that's here, um, please go support my wife and her artwork. And uh, again, I'll, I'll be there so you guys can say hi to me as well. And, uh, you know, whatever. You know, you get to meet me for a lot of you guys that want to meet me and all that good stuff. So, all right, guys. Um, I think that's it. Um, nothing else to say nothing else to talk about okay let's just end this show alright guys so you know the deals if you like this kind of content don't forget to please like please subscribe please share please hit the bell like I'm a more important than anything else please stay awesome hope to see you guys on Jose Unleash, where we're gonna have some crazy stories to talk about alright so I'll see you guys soon and uh, thanks again for watching and I'll see you guys tomorrow I got a new video tomorrow a new video on Sunday we got a lot of stuff this week alright so I hope you guys are ready to rock and roll alright cause I am alright <laughs> love you guys See you soon. Bye.